At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are the one, two, three, Sore Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. I'm the alpha male. I have an entourage when I go to the bar, and when I go out, I don't get a Cosmo or a margarita. I get a can of beer, and I shotgun it. And I'm also the only guy on the show that does the uh, locks of the day. That was a short one. Did you shorten it up yeah. because we have guests in the studio? Yeah, we do have guests. You didn't want to talk about the slippery nipple you don't order or anything like that? We do have some guests. Good call on and that it, It's so convenient. I want to welcome Macy Barber and Bryce Mitchell, both fighters in the UFC. They are fighting this weekend, UFC Fight Night 148, Thompson versus Pettis. And I'm going to tell you what, we usually have another guy named Eddie that is on this podcast with us. And a few months ago, we were talking about the UFC because I love the UFC and he said, all UFC fighters have to be stupid. And of course, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the one day you guys come in, conveniently, Eddie had an appointment he had to go to because he said he was going to say, yeah, oh, I think they're stupid. I mean, who would go to a ring and get punched in the head, kicked in the head? They have to be stupid. How do you respond to that? I, I fit I the did. description pretty well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give yourself some credit. <laughs> yeah, give yourself. I mean, like, really, like, what? So, fighting is kind of a crazy, crazy thing because you do get punched, kicked, hit, elbowed in the head. Is there, does it really fit the mold that all fighters are stupid? No, I think you have to be, you have to be a special person for sure and, 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 you know, have be kind of an odd one out, but not in terms of, you know, your IQ or anything like that. I feel like fighters are some of the smartest people. To me, anyways, in terms of, um, I, I guess the sport, because you can't just—you're not just a striker or a wrestler or a grappler. You have to have techniques, and you have to have the ability to change and adapt your your um, what you're doing in each fight. So you have to have the the 
ability in your mind to to be able to do that. And and not many people can go from 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 seeing one thing to seeing another in in a, a fifteen minute period and be able to change and adapt. So I with a technical um with a technical response. So I feel like we're some of the, the smarter I'm not saying we're smarter people than the average people, but we definitely have a lot more yeah, it's a game of chess. On the ball, then it's a game yeah, of chess, it's a game of chess. Know? We're not playing checkers here. To, to the un- to chess. the untrained, yeah, to sure. the untrained is... eye, it, it might look like a you know you're just slugging it out. You're just slugging it out. It's, it's I'm not. telling you, it's a game of inches. You make one mistake and you'll go you'll go to bed every night thinking <laughs> I should have done this better. I should have done that better. It's a game of it technique. Is. It's a game of chess. Uh, you know, I fight for my family. I want to I want to live better. I want to live a better life. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot. And I want my family to live better, and I want to see that. And I think the best way for me to do that, as far as I can see, is to take that in my own hands. And fighting gives you that ability. You know, I can't play football. I can't play basketball. I'm white, and I'm like 5'10". You know, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. It, it ain't going to happen, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I can go out there, and I can fight with anybody on any given day in my weight class, and there's a chance I can be the best in the world. Yeah, we're definitely a special kind of human, and, and it's not just being smart in terms of the ring either. It's it's being smart with what you do outside of the ring. You know, I mean, um, like what he said, but the, whatever you're trying to do to benefit your family and your life, I mean, you have to be a smart person to be able to lay those things out and, and pick people who are going to help you lay those things out. So. We, we know the cost. We know what we're getting into. We know we're getting hit in the head. I've all, you know, you got to have risk, a, high reward. You know, yeah, yeah, high mm-hmm. risk, high reward. You know, it's not like we're just clueless of what's going on. We're taking brain damage, you know. Mine, it's already so far affected. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna get that much worse. <laughs> so, as a fighter, you say brain damage. Do you guys worry about that? Like, do fighters? That's think- why we train. Yeah, that's why you train, and you train to not get hit. You know, we don't jump in a ring to to get punched in the face. We jump in a ring to to not get hit in the face and hit the other person in the face, right? So, right. I mean, we're trying not to take brain damage at at, at every possible chance we can. So. um that's how I feel about it. I was wondering, like, y'all's faces look good. Like, it looks like you guys don't take a lot of punches. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, what is the worst injury you've had anywhere on your body? Well, Bryce ripped his nutsack open. But, yeah. But that wasn't in the that, that's not That's not in the ring. I found that, that, that out last night. Thing. You didn't know that? I, I mean, didn't know oh that. Oh, my goodness. I was clueless. I was... Training. Okay. Uh, well, I guess True story. Well, that, that, that was. I guess that was right after the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, after the Ultimate Fighter aired, so that's why I knew yeah, more about it. So I was like, "Oh my god!" And then he, the best part is you post pictures of it. Not that's thinking, probably why I didn't <laughs> didn't know anything. I'm like, just keep that away. It was bad, man. It was the most painful thing I've ever been through. When you when you brought that up, you said, "What's the most injury you had?" That's the first thing I thought of, and it ain't nothing to do with fighting. You know, <laughs> you're good to go now, though, right? I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. Good to go. Ladies, he's good to yeah. go, is what he's saying. You know, hey, I've had some test runs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back at full capacity. <laughs> so, getting into the fight game, when, like, at what age do you realize? You know what? I that that interests me, or is it the MMA? Was it fighting that attracted you, or just the the chess game, like you say, it's a chess game, or was it you were just really tough and you wanted to test how tough you were against other people? I think I know your answer, and I think ours are completely separate. Go for it. Uh, just I, I probably the toughness because when I was a when I was a kid in the backyard, I mean, we didn't have shit to do, man. We would just throw on boxing gloves and and box. And I actually remember one one summer I wrestled so much I got cauliflower ear in my ear before I knew what it was, and it, I didn't know what cauliflower ear was till 10 years later what turns out i had it in 
in the backyard when I was a kid because we was guillotining each other. And one day I said, man, my ear is hurting like crazy. Ten years go by, and then I found out it's a legit thing called cauliflower ear. So, you know, I've been wrestling, throwing down in the backyard since I was a kid. It was always fun. And then it. Uh, so when you're young and you're wrestling in the backyard, did you whoop everybody's ass? And that's oh, why you knew that hell you. No. Okay. Now my neighbor Jimmy, he knocked my ass out, man. What's Jimmy doing now? <laughs> Where's Jimmy at? <laughs> Jimmy know. ain't UFC. <laughs> no, don't mess with Jimmy's little sister. I'm telling you right now. I see. Now I didn't mess with his sister. I didn't mess with Jimmy's little sister. But I'm telling you, that's how you piss Jimmy off. You mess with his little sister. Me and him was just having a friendly spar, and he got me. But uh. So that's what you guys would do for fun. You would wrestle in the backyard and do guillotines. Yeah, my. Did you practice? That brings us back to the whole. Might be stupid thing. Did you did you know submissions back then? Did you guys know submissions? Did you know tap outs and all that? We knew tap outs. The only thing I knew was a guillotine and a rear naked. I didn't know arm bars. I didn't know kimuras. I I mean, it was just guillotine. That's why I actually got the cauliflower ear because all we knew was guillotine. (laughs) So you're constantly cranking on a dude's head and his ears getting all messed up. That's all we knew was guillotine and and rear naked. We didn't know what arm bar was. That's really funny because we used to box a little bit in my front yard. My brother's a couple years older than me, and he would box me and beat the crap out of me and his friends. We had this kid in the, the neighborhood that loved Jose Canseco. And they would be like, dude, we will give you a Jose Canseco rookie card if you can knock us out, if you can beat us. And this poor kid is three or four years younger than them and oh, could man. never beat him. And so they would whoop his ass every day. And he would come back because he wanted that Jose Canseco rookie, and he never got it. So, yeah, so, Scott, I feel bad for you back wherever you are now, but, boy, that was awesome. So he got Bryce got into it because he's tough and he liked to wrestle. Macy, why? what, what drew you to the sport of MMA? Well, I started at three years old in just martial arts as, as a thing – that my parents put me in. and um, Was it wrestling or martial arts? No, it was like karate. Okay. So oh, it was so like, I was like the complete opposite right here, okay? You got <laughs> tough guy over here and you got me that's like the karate. Yeah. So like in high school, did you wrestle? No, I didn't. Is there um, karate okay. in high school? Yeah. Out of no, school. No, they don't have Out karate in high school. <laughs> so, okay, so I started in karate when I was three years old and I and I just go, grew up with my family members, my siblings. You know, we all did it. Um, and when I was... We, I, I kind of went through a couple different sports, played soccer a little bit, played, or not played jump rope. I did jump rope a little bit. Oh, um, competitive jump rope. A little bit of competitive jump rope. You are hey, the I got first, some double dutch. You are the first competitive jump roper <laughs> I've so ever weird, met. Right? That's Not many people do that. That's good for your footwork. Yeah, yeah, it was really good for footwork. Um, and good for showing off in the gym, too. Oh, that's good. true, too. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so I did karate all the way uh, until I was, gosh, I even did all, all the way up until like a couple years ago. And I still, I still have that background in me. And you were one of the best um, karate people, degree. right? I'm a second, yeah. Like with girls, you dominate. Oh yeah. So well, then, is that I, why? I don't you... know if it's not really a competition. It's more like it's all about belts, it's, dude. It's, yeah, it's you're, like you're competing it's against yourself. System. So I got a second degree black belt in uh, karate. Dirty. I owned. Um, I actually owned a gym from 2010 till 2018. We closed it down in December. Okay, um, business owner. Yeah, my whole <laughs> family. Then... It was a family business, and and we taught karate. We taught jujitsu, and I started jujitsu in 2010. Um, I also started wrestling around 2010 with uh, Ryan Schultz, who was um, amazing, amazing uh, wrestler for MMA, and and he he fought. Um, so you train with dudes? Career. 
Yeah, I mean, they, my they train with dudes I mean, and girls. Yes, I mean, they this do is a male-dominated sport. So, you speaking of that, to, how how is that. it as a female when someone says, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" Oh, I'm fighting the UFC. What kind of it's looks? Kind of an awkward conversation, right? Because it you're it like, like at the same is. time, you don't want to tell them because you know you that don't. they're like, uh, like I don't want to bring every conversation about about yourself, right? So, like, I was sitting on the plane on the way here. And I was sitting t- next oh, to Oh, you can talk to her about and that. And she was asking me, and I was I kind of explained it. We actually really connected. Uh, you and the lot. grandma? Yeah, me and the older lady. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> she loves USC. Hey, it was cool. She's from Casper, Wyoming, and uh, she's, she was really neat. But um, it was it's always weird. You know, you're like, I'm a MMA fighter. She's like, you know, people are like, you mean you get in a cage and you let them lock you in there? Like, why do you let them do that? Like, I get paid, and I kind of offered to do that, and I kind of asked for it, you know? So, um but yeah, I mean, I grew up doing martial arts, and uh, to me, the sport, the 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 art side of it, is why I love it. You know, I mean, the fact that you can throw a jab however many hundreds of times and still not have it perfect is like why I love it. Because there's always something to get better. There's always something to fix. There's always something to grow. You know, like even from a win or a loss, it doesn't matter. I I haven't taken too many losses. My wins, um, even after my win, I'll watch the fight and I'll be like, man, I really don't like that. Or I really, I really think we need to fix that. And it's not because I'm beating myself up and I'm not happy with the win, but I just see, you know, we just see so many things in, in, in so many areas that we work on that we can just improve on. And, um, I mean, that's, I mean, how much better does that get? You know, you can just continue to build and build and build. Hey, have you ever sparred with Holly Holm or Ronda Rousey? Yeah! yeah! Not Ronda, just Holly. Okay, yeah, Holly I Holm. sparred with Holly. You um, kick her ass. I, I went, was down there. <laughs> 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 or a few weight classes apart, That's what I think. Yeah, um, it's totally different. No, yeah. it was good. Um, I got to train down to Jackson Winkle quite a, quite a bit, and um, I've trained with Holly, Michelle, Was it Jody. after she beat Ronda Rousey? Um, it was when I was like 16 is when I went to Ooh, You were 16? Because so. you're only 20. 16. Yeah, I'm only 20. You're only 20. So it might have been before I'll she I'll be 21 she's in May if that, if that helps. That yeah. is so crazy. You're fighting in the UFC and you're 20 years old. I was told I'm the youngest one right now. And you're a female, which awesome. you know is crazy because it's really a male-dominated sport. It so is. when it comes to dating life for both of you guys, because fighting takes up I'm all, single. all hey, your time. <laughs> I mean, how you're many scared. you go to the gym all morning, afternoon, night. You have three sessions usually, right? Two or three sessions a day. And so how do you date? Or is it really you just date fighters? Well, right now, I mean, I'm trying to break a world record. So there's no time for... for there's no time. Uh, not, not time for anything other than, you know, family and, and super close friends. What's the world record? Uh, John Jones has the, the youngest UFC champion, 23 years and eight months. And Bones I have a countdown Jones. on my phone if you'd like to see. You're trying to beat Bones Jones right You know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm going to. That is dirty. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What about you, Bryce? What, man, how, how's that work? Y'all don't want to hear about my love life. It's Pretty some, crazy. Some Jerry Springer shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, don't worry about it, dude. I've got, been on Jerry got, Springer. Go ahead and tell me. Over here. You got a crack whore over here. You don't want to hear about my choices. Y'all, I'm telling you, y'all don't even want to hear about all I my love life. I bet they're hot, life. though. But I'll I want to do shows with you all the time. I'll, <laughs> I tell you're my you. own entertainer. Like, so, how do you, so, Bryce, you, you say you got crack whore over here, what, crazy girl over oh, here. Man. Do you go for the, the fans that slide into your DMs, that hit you up on Instagram? I'll like, tell you what, I deleted all that. Um, I deleted all my social media. And a common misconception is dudes can walk up to chicks and say, hey, I'm a fighter, you know, I'm tough. And, and you know, and and pick up chicks that way it just don't work like that like she said it ends up being awkward have you tried that 
Yeah, I've tried oh, it. It, it, don't work. Oh, it, don't, it don't work, you know, like, hey, you know, I'll protect you, baby. You know, I yeah. got you. I got you. No, they look at you like, uh, I don't want to go along with you. You might hurt me. You got some anger problems or something, you know, so it's. Uh, it just don't. I I try not to bring it up. Like she said, it ends up being awkward. I said, "Well, what do you do? Um, uh, you ever seen a boxer? You know, that's what I'll say. I'll say, do you, try to relate to something. You okay. ever seen bo- something a little bit more friendly? Because you say I'm a cage fighter, and they think, oh, this dude's a heathen. He's gonna try to do something <laughs> he says terrible. He's a to boxer. Me. Yeah, I say, you ever <laughs> seen a psycho? He tries yeah, to ease yeah, into it. He goes, yeah, they think well, I'm a psycho. I'm kind of like a boxer, but I can throw elbows and knees, <laughs> yeah, and, and I can I, kick him yeah. in the shin. I can everything but bite your. I can kick him right in the kidney. And and guys, I just want to welcome Eddie to the show, just so you know, Eddie did show back up. What's up, Eddie? What's up, guys? Hey, sorry. Yeah. I know. Well, am I? Oh, did he tell you that already? <laughs> yeah, he's excited about that. Well, they already they already discussed it about how it's really you don't understand their intelligence because it's really a chess match out there. They're playing chess and they have to be. And Eddie, I got to say this to you too, man. Um, you know, we we do take brain damage. That's the entry cost to our sport. But think about this: everybody in this room is gonna die. Everybody. It's true. You got one life, bro. Yeah. Do what you want to do. That's what I want to do with my life. I want to do it to make my family better, to make my life better. I'm fighting for for hope, you know what I'm saying, for a better future. And uh, you could be the safest little vegan out there and, and do everything perfectly and, <laughs> oh, live in your little bubble. Guess what? You die in a car wreck on the way to the Whole Foods. That's for a sure. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's that's right. right. That's the let me tell you. If you got America. anything out of this show, that's it. <laughs> and let me tell you, I, I watched Bryce. But how the- did you set me up? Because it sounds like he's like, <laughs> because that's not. Exactly. I mean, no, like, I, I didn't say. I, I, I said I worked with Lunchbox for quite a few years. Listen, now, so. I watched Bryce on The Ultimate Fighter. And let me tell you, if there's someone that knows how to have fun and find fun in anything, <laughs> it's this guy. Dude, built, I think, I, I'm pretty sure you built the raft out of water bottle. Or, no, that was Gunther. That okay, was Gunther. well, I mean, they were building rafts. I he was making, he made a bow and arrow out of sticks in the back. Are you snapping? tree branches and making bow and arrow dude knows how to have fun from arkansas so i want to know just like how you say you're doing it for your family to make a better life how does the ufc contract work you sign okay a five fight deal do you get paid for that same the same amount for those five fights no matter what or if you're on the main card you get paid more if you're the next to main event you get paid more is it negotiable every fight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything's negotiable and i think every athlete and every fighter is different um, how you come in, how you, you know, every entry, you know, there's some fighters, for instance, the ultimate fighter. I don't know what your entry contract is Not um, much. for the contender, <laughs> for the contender series. I mean, we're a little bit different, you know, versus, you know, someone who's brought been brought in from the LFA who, who has a winning record of, let's say 17 and whatever. Um, I mean, everyone's going to be entry level is going to be different because if you take a, fighter who's 28 years old and you give him an entry level of all right we're gonna give you 5,000 to show 5,000 win like that's I mean his career is where is it and his record is is speaking for itself so he's already on a have has a successful record so he obviously is gonna get paid more than than someone who's coming in at 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 seven and and four or seven and two or whatever it is every every contract is gonna be different and I have no idea what anyone else's is and uh, I'll keep mine private. And oh yeah, um, we're not. But, we, we, but you know what I mean, like, like that's everyone's different. So it's hard to speak on that. But everything is negotiable, and and the UFC takes care of takes care of their athletes for sure. So do you have agents, or do you guys negotiate yourself? You sit down with Dana White and say, "Look, they, they have to have agents." They call I mean, you. We have managers, lawyers, manager, yeah. Okay. yeah, all all of the above, yeah. Because when it comes to that stuff, 
<clears throat> I don't we even like. We might be stupid. Yeah, and it, and <laughs> I, we might yeah, be a little bit. Yeah, you know? and I have to. I'm very wordy or whatever you call it. And so, like, if they did something, like I was in a bad contract one time, dude wouldn't let me out. And just thank God I got a manager, because if I was face to face with that dude, it would be it would be bad. It would be it would be me threatening him and telling you know, and and it would be ugly. And so I have a manager, a mediator to to do this for me, so I don't have to worry about. it. And he actually ended up getting me out of the contract. And what would have happened? If if I didn't have that manager, it would just got ugly, you know, because I'd have been like, "Hey, you're gonna let me out of this contract," or it's, you know, and it would have escalated. Or it's gonna be an asshole. But, that, but that's because yeah. you're a fighter, so yeah. you're a fighter, so that's what we do. You you're know, not we the business fight. aspect. We are not the, you know, we're yeah. not the negotiators, and um, we're we're trying to be smarter in that aspect, you know. But our job is to fight, and if we're yeah. focusing on anything other than yep. fighting, then we're wasting our time. You know, we're trying to be the best we can be at what we're doing. Yep. And if we're taking our time to to learn how to negotiate or or better a contract or get sponsors or, or stuff like that, the way we get sponsors and the way we get better negotiations is by winning fights. And the only way we can win fights is if we train harder. And if we're training, we're not. We don't have time to focus on that side. Okay. So we hire the best that we can possibly have at doing that. Are you guys scared of anybody? Like, like as a fighter, you know what I mean? Because I watch some of these, and I watch they walk into the ring, and I'm like, oh my god, I would not want to see that guy in a dark alley or that girl. Like, they, they, they you walk in, and are you ever scared when they say, I want you to fight this person? I'm not scared of. I'm not. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say scared. No, I mean you get the the, the physical symptoms of nervousness, the Anxious, adrenaline, yeah. and the anxiousness, but. Scared of the other human being, it's like I've, I've pushed that out of my mind. You, you know, my mother raised me better than that. I'm going to battle. I'm not going to let the fear stop me. If the dude beats me, it's because he's better than me and he trained better and uh, he just got me that night. But it ain't because uh, I was scared. I cowered down. I, you know, that would be shameful to my family. I'm going into battle to bring honor to my family, you know. Are you guys trash talkers? Like when you you know you see these press conferences where they you know they do the weigh-ins, all this. Are you trash talkers to your other opponents? Or are you guys the ones that are just like you know what I'm gonna show up and fight and let's. Me personally, I, I feel like trash talking if it has a purpose, if it has you know if there's something to be said that's complete honesty and and there's a point behind it. Sure, I'll say whatever whatever needs to be said, but I haven't had to do that. You know, I don't need to to attack someone that I know I'm going in the ring to fight anyway. Yeah. So there's no reason to like. You know, hey, I'm gonna fight you, and, and let me let me try to get under your skin. I mean, I know that we're gonna both be in the same cage at the same time, so I don't feel like I need to build anything up. Now, if someone starts to attack me, I'm gonna definitely fire back or or, or say what I feel is is the truth. Um, but I don't feel like you need to like build something up and and start just throwing. So you're fighting JJ this weekend, so you don't think you need to start some psychological war- warfare with her I just have nothing, to cut. Yeah, no, I have nothing negative to say about her. I, you know, I've been around her a little bit and uh, trained with her a little bit and, Wait, and you, I'm excited she's a see, tough See, that's athlete. weird. That's weird about your sport. That is weird about it, it MMA is, and mixed martial arts. Is you guys train together, sort of like in the tough house, in the you, mm-hmm. you train together. You train together, and, but and you're not And then you turn friends. around and fight each other. So, so, so to you're me, not, like, so, okay, so I, I that's interesting. Well, that's what yeah, makes it a sport, I don't sport, know anything though, about right? JJ outside of, outside of, you know, I've seen her a few times in the gym. I worked with her a little bit, um, and that was a couple of years ago. And to me, I don't have to attack her. I have nothing to attack her on. I mean, she's lived her life however she's built herself up. I mean, I give credit to her. I mean, she's just trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. You know, every single mm-hmm. fighter is trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to make our lives better. There's no reason to attack each other's personal lives. Um, if we're trying to talk crap though, like, uh, the only thing I could say if I was trying to build up a hype is, and it's the truth is I have fought three, uh, 
three out of four. This is the third person out of that camp that I fought. So I, I uh, beat Audrey Perkins. I beat Mallory Martin. Now I'm beating J.J. Aldrich. And then I'll go to uh, the last one, which is Rose Namajunas sometime when I move back down to 115. Um, that's the only thing that I, you know that we can really build off of. So they all come from the same gym. Talking. They all come from the same gym. So they when all you have win, their, their team that comes together, you know, Rose, I heard, is going to be here for this fight, and she's been in the yeah, in the I've crowd three times. When uh, I've seen her at the elevator. This will be the third yeah. the third time that she's in the crowd when I fight, and I and I I win over an opponent of her or a trainer training partner of hers. So, um, so you wanted to rename it Macy Barber Gym when you beat up their whole camp. I mean, if you guys want to, you guys can all do that, but you don't need to name anything after me. Everyone's going to know who I am. And Bryce, what about you in the cage? Do you guys ever, like when you're fighting, some fighters are laughing. They're t- it seems like they're talking trash to each other in the fight. Do, do, you, do you ever have that? I don't believe in all that mental warfare stuff uh, just because I know it don't affect me. At zero, if anything, just pisses me off. And, you know, <laughs> and like I, that's why I don't believe in it. You know, it's like. I, I just literally don't believe that running your mouth. That, now I, I do believe it. That it boosts ticket sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that the dudes that are doing it are are doing it to boost ticket sales. But you won't see me uh, talking bad about people, their family, their country, their religion. In fact, you, you'll probably see me, if anything, complimenting them. That you know, I've said nothing bad about Bobby Moffat. I've said he's good. I've said he might beat me. I don't know. You know, I'm going to give him a hell of a run. I'll put it that way, you know. But I've not, I've not said anything bad about him. He said he's going to finish me in the second round. You know, he said he's going to choke me out. My cardio's bad, all this stuff. I don't care to say anything bad about him. I'm just – all I, all I got to say is I'm going to try to finish him. That's all that needs to be said. I don't believe in that mental warfare shit, you know, because I know it don't work on me. Why? You know, it, it just – when people talk all that I've, – I've had people talk crap to me my whole life. When I was a little kid on the back of the bus, people talk shit to me. Get off the bus and whoop their ass. You know what I'm saying? I just don't believe in none of that Amen stuff. Amen to that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that that's, that leads to my question. Is like, you know, we think it's weird because it's fighting, you know. Is this fighting? As kids, we fought because we'd get pissed off at someone, mm-hmm. so let's fight. Yeah. But right. this is a sport. Like, this is, this is, yeah. Is there any emotion, like, in that fight? Like, that? do you have to mentally, just yourself, mentally look at the other person and be like, I'm going to hate you for the these, next 15 for the I, next Honestly, 15 I don't hate. I don't hate my opponents. Like I don't I don't feel that. And I've had people ask me, like when they you talk to them about fighting, they're like, What did you have anger management problems as a child or something? Or like, you know, they ask you and you're like, No, I'm not an angry person and, and a lot of people are are shocked when they hear, you know, that you're a fighter and they're like, You don't look like a fighter, you don't talk like a fighter, you don't you don't act like one, like you just look like this this girl that's you know, you girl could never you know, you could never do that. And um and then they see the fights and they're like holy cow like what in the world like you just you mauled that woman yes and honestly like I, I I don't know how to explain it but it's just not you know it's not something that like I'm angry about you know you do get anxious you do get the nerves and and the ups and downs of the roller coaster but it's not you know at the end of the day you're just trying to go out and one not take damage and, and finish something as fast mm-hmm. as you can because you know that. The more you finish, the more you have success. The the better you're gonna make money. You're gonna have. Um, you're gonna be healthier. Fight of the and night. It's better for your bonuses, family. Heck all yeah, that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get that this weekend. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm sure that helps. Right? <laughs> like, no, that no. helps everyone. I mean, that's what it, is. it yeah. does. It helps everyone. Um, but yeah, I I don't have any, like anger. But I have had someone talk trash to me in a fight before. That's weird. And as a fighter, weird. when you, when you're fighting someone and you, and you're just you you know you, you you can feel that moment you break their will in the ring. 
or you bust them open. What is the That's feeling, feeling like? How good of a feeling is it to see their blood squirt out? Oh my gosh, I, I live for that. That's, <laughs> I, okay, now that's you the other side it. of me. Like when I, as soon as I see blood, like, like I start crying. One of my fights um, in the video, you can see I had this girl. I had her back, and I had cut her open with an elbow. And she was bleeding on the floor, and I literally, like, looked at it, and then I continued. And I didn't even, like, intentionally, like, look at it, but it was just something that happened. And my dad was watching the video back. He's like, you do realize you, like, looked at her blood, and then, like, that, like, kind of, like, made you go. But I do. I get so excited. Like, if I would much rather fight, and and I want it in my contract, my UFC contract. If anyone who is going to negotiate my contract is listening, I want to wear white every single time. Because when I'm in a war, in a a one-sided war, where I make someone bloody, I want that blood on my clothes. Like, wow. I want it to be seen that I was in a war and that I finished that fight. That way, when I hang my clothes up in, the, in, my, in a case, you know, if I have black clothes in my case, it's like, oh, this looks new. I don't want it to look new. I want it to look bloody. <laughs> so on both sides, if you're the one with the blood, does that mess with you? Like, if there's blood falling in your eyes and you can't see... Do you see any see, scars like, yet? No, no, no. I'm not asking you. Bryce, do you? Do you? Uh, yeah, I've definitely been bleeding in some fights. Um you know, if it gets in your vision, it's a problem. It ain't ever been in my vision before. Uh, Keep it that way. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's it kind of goes to your head because you don't know. And a lot of times you don't even feel pain like you would normally feel it. Like I remember getting a big old cut in one of my fights. I didn't know that I was bleeding. Well, this happened in two of my fights. Um, I didn't know there was blood until I feel it dripping on my foot Ooh. because I'm standing there and it's dripping and I feel something on my toes and we're on the cage. And it's like I look down and there's blood on my toes. Well, I know it's coming from up here. My forehead's kind of warm, but it don't feel like pain. It just feels like kind of warm. And then you start thinking, well, how big is that cut? You know, I don't know if it's bigger. You can't see it. You can't feel it. You don't. You know, you just it's. You, you gotta get, wait till you get your corner, and they can tell you. Yeah, and and I'll tell you the the most uh, satisfying punch for me is a uh, <laughs> is a is a body shot, and the reason oh. is is yeah, just just watching them fold over. Yeah. And um, reason being is because. You know, I don't if I I don't take their health into consideration at all. I'm not saying that I'm throwing anything I can to hurt them. They're doing that to hurt me. But um, the reason I like body shots is because I know it don't hurt them. Like it really, it don't hurt. It just temporarily hurts them. Interesting. And so it's it's like it'll. So uh, you have a little bit of a heart, a even little, though you're trying to bit. kill the guy. I, if, if I got to pick how I'd finish a dude, and he's just like a buddy of mine, I'd pick body shots because I know it's a temporary thing. It's just gonna hurt his body. He's gonna fold. I'm gonna keep pounding on him. Fight's gonna be done. Versus, like, if I really didn't like the dude, he was really talking about my mama and uh, all that stuff, I'd pick head kick. I'd try to knock you out with the hardest <laughs> kick I got. I'm trying to make you retarded, you know, because uh, you talk about my mama like that. And uh, But if it's just a, if it's just like a, I don't want to hurt him. So, the, for me, the most satisfying punch is just that body shot because I know it's like I didn't really kill this dude. I didn't do anything bad to him. I go to sleep at night knowing, okay, he's fine. I didn't break his jaw. I didn't do nothing to him. I just hurt his body. He's going to get back up, and he's okay. You know, And I, I love those body shots, just sinking them in. I, I love them. I got a quick question. You guys, um, like we're huge bettors on this show. We usually don't touch the UFC because we don't know that much about it. Lunch is probably the most expert-wise about it. Do you guys ever look at betting lines? Do you know you're the favorite underdog? Or do you just, I mean, your coaches tell you, hey, this guy's a little bit better than you. You got to really, or how do you, That's a good how do you question. form your Great question. Because, I mean, there are betting lines out on you guys. I was just curious. Oh, I bet, I bet every weekend. Well, we already know who you're betting on. 
Oh, this weekend? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the more better. I talk to you guys, I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm the underdog, man. I'm worth more I, money. I, I, yes. I would so say you're so you know so this guy. So he I'm knows. You're slight, though. Man, I'm you're slight, I, my man. That's the story of my life, man. I'm the underdog. I'm the bum from Arkansas. You know, <laughs> straight out the trailer. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You know, say I'm the underdog. I'm going to go in there and fight the same either way. I'm giving everything I got. I don't care if I'm the underdog or not. What about the crowd? When the crowd boos, do you guys hear that? And are you like, shut up? up like you get yeah. out here and try this crap like we are yeah. doing like yeah how do you feel about that yeah i mean but at the same time they pay our uh you know they pay our salaries you know so it does piss you off i i mean i guess it'd be like the equivalent of getting into an argument with your grocery bagger at walmart you know it's <laughs> like you could you could get mad at your grocery bagger she could get mad at you but at the end of the day i'm the customer you know i'm you know so it is what it is. They're they're the ones paying us. They got the right to boo all they want. But uh, when did hey, y'all find they're out? They're watching. I mean, yeah, lo- love you or hate exactly. you, they're watching. They're, it doesn't they're even matter. There, you know, if they're, they're, they're mad. They're and, still watching. Yeah. When, when did y'all yeah. find out this was in Nashville? Was it always going to be in Nashville for months, or did you just kind of find out? Oh, that one's in Nashville. And I, like, sometimes and do you request because it's close to I Arkansas? Yeah, because he wants he wants his family to come. You wanted in Nashville, baby. Yeah, I bet for Nashville. Yeah, when I knew that I was fighting, I was. They didn't want to put me on here because I ain't worth a piss. You know. It's like, it's like all that. We, I don't know. You know, they was like, uh, we don't know if we can get you on there. If I was some big name, they'd take it like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like I said, I'm the underdog. Nobody cares about me. I had to beg and beg and beg. I hit my manager up five times a day saying, hey, man, give me on the Nashville card. Give me on the Nashville card. Because so, I wanted my friends, my family to be able to watch. And uh, win, lose, or draw, it don't matter, man. It's going out there and fighting with honor. You're going to beat uh, some ass, my man. Hey, do you guys, like, I was wondering, like, um, what was I going to say? Oh, do you abstain from, like, drinking? And like, oh, like oh, wait, wait, wait! But we gotta talk. Did you talk talk about the study or anything about the study we found out about? Oh the- yeah, just so you know, they they came up. Some athletes like Muhammad Ali and like the England soccer team in 2010, they would abstain from sex leading mm-hmm. up to major sporting events because they thought it would make them perform better. Just to let you know, they published a study this week that it has no effect. So if you are planning on hooking up this, I already week, knew that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. <laughs> so, do y'all not drink, or maybe just once a week? Do you really hold off on it? Probably during I'm, training camp. Nothing. Still twenty. Okay. Yeah. 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 So no. I, so I no. So no. negative. No. Negative. I tell you what, though. Um, I heard that red wine once a once a week, couple times a week, a little glass of it. It's actually good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So man. I'm da- I'm down to drink a glass of red wine every other day, something like that, because I mean it's not enough to get you drunk, not yeah. enough to decrease your performance. It's actually good for your heart. It has something called Reservatrol or something like yep. that. I ain't a doctor, but, you know. That's close. Resveratrol. But yeah. you stayed, Resveratrol. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. question. What is your diet like, though? Do you, do, are you hardcore all the time or only when you're in training for a fight? Are you strict diet 24-7, 365 days? Well, and, and you have to worry about weight yeah. so much. That, like, have you guys already weighed in, yeah? No. No, oh, no, Friday. no weigh-ins are Friday. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. so y'all are hungry right now. Not me. No. You don't, oh, I mean, so you don't drop have, tons. We for have it? nutritionists and we have people. Yeah, so you, I, I have to artificially boost my weight. I'm a little skinny sucker. Okay. And uh, if I don't make myself eat, I'll wither away. I'll turn. I mean, I'm just skinny. I'm like a twig. If I have to make sure that I'm eating enough because I could go down a weight class, but then I have to kill myself to get there. And so I would rather lift weights, boost my weight artificially, and actually make myself eat a little bit more. So I, I'm on the opposite end of this. And you see a lot more people doing that instead of. Killing themselves because they you you cut all that weight and then you can't take a hit 
Right, then you look mm-hmm. just lethargic you, in the ring. It takes look, so long to bounce fan? back, yeah. and it's yeah. so bad on the fighter sometimes. They because they cut fifteen pounds, and then the, it you more only have twenty four hours to that, put yeah. it on, and then you get in, the, and you're just sluggish. Yeah, right. and that's why I would rather uh, hit the weights, make myself eat extra. So I'm on the opposite end of that scale. If I don't, if I don't eat, man, I'll wither away. I'll go in there too small. What's you your know? weight class? 45. Oh, 145? Yep. Damn, I would have to drop 30 pounds to fight this dude. Now, here's another <laughs> yeah. thing. Let's say you're out but of... But then you fight at a different weight class. Like, I ain't fighting at 175. No, no, no. <laughs> you're, 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 is that Bones Jones? He would kill me. You, you would get killed by <laughs> no, any of those. Pettis, the main event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the main event. Pettis and Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Boy times. I mean, yeah, that... You'd rather fight me than him. Yes, trust me. I'll bet on that one. There you go. I can't guarantee I'll bet on you, though. You'll definitely be the underdog so <laughs> oh man so let's talk about like friends and family when you you say you want your friends and family to come do you get them all free tickets do you oh, have people hitting you up could, like, i'm sure we would that is the so, most uh I, I and, want, and i hate to be negative about it. that's just the most annoying thing that people exactly. always people ask, asking you for tickets like i ain't ticket master man i don't got no <laughs> tickets what the hell are you talking about i i barely made it on the card i they ain't gonna give me no tickets you know but i had dozens of people asking hey man can i get my tickets from you can i get my tickets from you i don't got any tickets you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i think we made, we made it to the level where we we're not dealing with that anymore i mean it definitely helps when you have a fan base and they well you know, i'm not talking fans there. i'm talking I'm friends talking and, family family. and friends. yeah um in terms of that like we don't like my family's coming i they give us a certain amount of tickets but that's Close family. Yeah, yeah because yeah, I, I get people. I'm sorry, you but you can't, tickets, you can't give it to your best coaches, friend you know? and, their, yeah. and their brother. You know, like, it's it's just, you know, it's a family time. It's a personal time. And, and, and you want the people that you have closest to you who have gone on this journey with you forever and and to me, that's who I, you know, I, who gets my tickets. I mean, my yeah, family gets yeah. all my tickets. And, and um, I do have uh, some some really close family friends that, that if I could, I'd give them. Gotcha. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. 
because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what besides fighting, we talked a lot about fighting, but you guys, what do you do outside of fighting to relax and just enjoy life? Like what is your getaway from fighting or do you have a getaway from fighting or is it fighting is all I care about? Family, but life like this, this is fighting is our life. I mean, this is our career and we don't have that long. If you really look at it, it's short. Our, my career is, you know, probably only 10 more years. So if I can take the 10 years out of my life and, and maximize it and, and family and all of that, um, and that's me. I have a long time. You know, there's some fighters in here that are 27, 28, 29, and they don't have till they're 37, 38, 39. Like, they don't, they don't have that much time. So I, I feel like if you're, if you're on the, the farther end of the sport, you definitely have to sacrifice a ton. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, the training and everything cuts in all the stuff that you like to do. I like to hunt. Like to fish, like to build stuff, work on stuff. I like to stay busy. I feel like if I'm just sitting around, I'm just wasting time. You know, I want to be doing stuff. And uh, lately, I've been building a roof, uh, put over my trailer. It's the most satisfying. I could work on that roof all day. I wanna, I wanna skip training to work on that roof. <laughs> I just love doing. It. I'm putting up wood. I feel like some engineer or something. You know, I'm not, but uh, I feel like. You know, kind of like an escape. Yeah, right? it's an it's an escape. But uh, yeah, you gotta quit working on your roof. You gotta tell your buddies you can't go fishing. You gotta tell the beautiful women you can't take her out tonight. You know, because you gotta go train. It's gotta and, be tough. And yeah. it's hard because yeah. a lot of people don't understand that. They don't know? get it. They don't get it. You know, they're like, oh, it's just one training session. It's just one workout. And you're like, yeah, that one workout is my job. Like, people don't look at it, but that's our job. Our job is to fight, and our job is to be successful. And if if we're going to be successful at that we have to go to the gym you know we have to put in the work we have to train and uh just like you guys you know you can't you can't skip work to go out and go to the movies with your buddies or go to the movies with your friends or whoever um so i mean you skip work enough times you're gonna people see people see the glory when you're you're under the lights you're in the cage they don't see the hard work behind the scenes that you're putting in day in and day out. And before you go, I got one question because I'm always wondering. One, you've asked 50. Well, guys, I am so fascinated. Like, I love this stuff, okay? So how do you toughen up your jaw? Or do you, is your jaw just tough as it? you were just born that way? Like you, chew gum. <laughs> I do a lot of gum. I don't think you can necessarily – you can't because make be, yourself that much tougher. I mean, if you got to – but if you've got a, a good chin, you just have a good I mean, you chin. You can do neck strengthening, yeah. you can do jaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are things it. you can do, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, move yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. get hit. But no, Don't why, get no, hit. No, no, I, I understand that. <laughs> but I watch people take huge shots and not go down, and I am just like, Justin how the hell? Yeah. yeah, Justin Gaethje for yeah. sure. Yep. I'm like, how the hell do you stay alive and just keep punching back? Like, I mean, it looks like your jaw should Some shatter. Some people are just freaks of nature, and yep. Justin Gaethje is one of them. Chris Lieben was a good one. Oh, my God. Chris Lieben yeah. just throw They're that left hand, and he would just stand though. there and just pound. Yeah. And he didn't care if there was blood running everywhere. Yeah. It was He was fun to watch. They're fun to yeah. watch, but, you know, at the same time, they're some of the 
the, the people that you get the most scared or most sad for because you're like, I don't want you to keep taking damage. The more, the tougher you are, and the, the more... less you go out, the more brain damage you're going to take. So if you're taking that much damage and you're not going out, I'd rather see you get hit with one shot and get and get laid out. That way you're not taking 50 blows to the head and going to have brain damage. Do you instruct your corner to never throw in the towel? Because I feel like in the UFC, no one, like like people are getting killed and they wait for the ref. But there are sometimes I feel like the, the corners could throw in the towel and say, hey, stop this. My guy has, yeah, or I, my guy or girl yeah. has no chance. Do you tell your corner never like throw in the towel? Job. No, that's, that's, that's up to them. I've seen yeah. fights where uh, I was glad as a fighter watching another fighter lose so bad. I was like, uh, I was glad that the, the, their corner threw in the towel. I was glad for him. I was supporting him. I've seen fights the other way. I was like, man, I would have thrown in the towel if I was that that dude's coach. That's up to them. I, you know, I completely trust this dude with my life. Um, so, it, it, you know, I ain't going to complain. If I'm getting beat that bad, it is what it is. It's because he wants to see you fight another day. Hey, when y'all watch UFC on the weekends, Friday, Saturday night, you watch it at your house with your trainer or are you at a bar? and just Or like, do you even watch it? Or like, do you even watch house it? house and, and with a coach. Okay. Because if yeah. you're at a bar, like, that would make you mad. Like, if you're drinking, yeah. like, you really no, no, get No, they don't that. drink. They, listen. Ray, <laughs> no. they train. They just don't. No, Ray's, Ray's got this image in his mind. Let hey, him have it. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I get it. They're watching UFC at a bar and then they want to knock somebody out. I don't know about out. you, but if I was to sit at a bar and, and watch the fights, everybody would be watching me because I fidget way too much. Like, okay. I'm like moving for them and I'm like trying to fight, but it doesn't work because, like, I can't video not, game it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm like this <laughs> this controller's dick. Do you have people test you on the street? Like people in the street be like, oh, you're a fighter? You think you're a tough guy? I would think people would try to poke at you just to prove like that's why I don't that's bring more it of up. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't bring it up. You know, as I've I've had street fights if that's what you're asking. <laughs> uh, you know, if they don't train, they're in trouble, man. <laughs> it's okay. like kind of like if you're a fighter, you kind of don't say it. Kind of like if you're a, a young kid and you're like a black belt. You kind of shouldn't wear your black belt around because you're going to get picked on by everyone. They're going to be like, yeah, oh, you're black belt, you. huh? Yeah. 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 And you're like, oh, that looks like fun. Let me let me pick at you a little bit. Well, Bryce Mitchell, Macy Barber, good luck this weekend. That's awesome. Be- Thank hey, you so much. Hey, listen. beat some ass. Hey, beat some hey, ass. Yeah. Hey, listen, guys. <laughs> tune in ESPN Plus this weekend, Saturday. The fights, uh, Thompson versus Pettis. These guys are going to be fighting, whooping at. And listen, and when you guys watch them, you're going to be like, man, they were on the sore losers. And we, we you're going to have so many more fans, like 300. We have 330 people that listen to this, maybe. They but, all but, better follow me on Instagram then. What's yeah. your Instagram? Throw out your Instagram. Macy Barber. You don't have to. No, no special handle. Just follow my, my name. That's it. Right. Yeah. And, and notorious uh, uh, thuggish. What, what was yours? Thug nasty. Thug nasty. Oh he deleted uh, thug nasty. Yeah. I can't forget there's, that one. There's nothing on there, dude. You got to do updates on that. No, no, house he, that you're I, making. The he, he, he deleted. He, know, he got off social media. But before you go, we at the beginning of the show we usually play, play a game, and it's called Would, Would You Rather. So we're gonna play it to the end because I wanted. These are terrible, by the way. So. Would you rather pee out your nose or poop out your ear? See? Pee out my nose. And why? Because it's pee, not poop. <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather, because I'm all about, I'm about pooping out the ear because pee, it's going to stay right there and you're going to kind of taste it in your mouth. The poop just going out your ear to me, you don't have any leftover residue on your upper lip. Right. Where you do you guys come up it. with these No, things. he does. I come it's up with the weird. He comes up with it every day. And it's we like, cannot be friends. Ever. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but yeah. we want to thank you guys so much. Like, this was so much fun. Sorry thank for you. keeping you for like almost an hour when That's you need to be. Right. Getting, That's how you do it. Lunch. You need to get rest. You got training to do. You got, you know, meals it's to good. eat. We're just that entertaining. But you guys are. So Macy, <laughs> Macy Barber on Instagram yeah. and Bryce Mitchell doesn't have anything. Don't just, worry about it. Just bet, yeah, hey, don't worry about just it. bet the don't underdog. Listen, guys, do a little parlay this weekend. Macy Barber and 
Bryce Mitchell yeah, to win. Oh, yeah, you're going to lock Thank it up? You. Yeah, if you, if you want me to lock it up, go ahead and lock, lock it up. up. Go ahead. Lock it up. Lock it up. Guys, you're going to need to parlay it. This is two bets. So you got Bryce, and then you also got Macy. You're going to parlay it to our guy who keeps track of these. These are two individual bets, but you're going to parlay it, lock it up. You're almost going to win triple your money. So bet both of those. Watch it. Enjoy it. Nashville today. Hey, UFC Fight Night 148. Thompson versus Pettis. Go ahead and go ahead and do it. Okay, so guys, go ahead and lock it up. I'm going with Pettis. No, 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 you idiot. This. You already <laughs> did it. I already did oh it. Oh, my God. You're what are idiot. you talking about? I just locked <laughs> up them. But you didn't say lock it up. You didn't say lock it up oh, to them. That's you what didn't I said. Say, okay. okay. I said lock right. it up. All right. so and, this, I'll, <laughs> and I'll be there on Saturday, so I'll see Hell you guys. Yeah. Hey, Sounds pumped. Great. Enjoy it, guys. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Brother. We're out of here. Thank you so much. Eddie, you got it. That's the buzzer. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.